This is the Launchtime Podcast, hosted within CIC, a 30-minute or so show about starting your own business. But it fits in your lunchtime. Hence the name, Launchtime. Nick, welcome to this new episode. Thank you, Lorenzo. And in this episode, number three, we have Leonard from Travis the Translator as our superhero of the month. After receiving eight times the amount of he, that he asked on Indiegogo in crowdfunding, and we have the insanely successful entrepreneur and now director of startup incubator, Yes Delft, Evert Jaaplucht, as our guest. Can you add in a transition sound effect, please? Today we have Evert Jaaplucht, entrepreneur by heart, and I quote, the Mark Zuckerberg of the Netherlands. But started off by getting a degree in industrial engineering back in 1987. After that, more than 25 years of, uh, of a career rapidly took place. Founded multiple startups, sold a few, such as Nimbus, which is an instant messaging platform that is sold back in 2014, that was valued on 250 million, and is now managing director at Yes Delft, one of the biggest startup incubators in Europe. AJ, welcome. Welcome, thank Can you. Can we call you AJ? Yeah, of course, AJ. <laughs> uh, before we start off, um, our podcast, we always start the podcast with a uh, segment, Alternative Facts. Which are a few questions, and you can answer whether yes or no. In a heartbeat. And in a heartbeat, and you can comment after. Um, the first one, there's an overkill on innovation startups. No. Entrepreneurship can be taught to everyone, regardless his or her profile. No. You always need an incubator to succeed. No. WhatsApp is the best messaging app on the planet ever. Absolutely, for years. Delft Delft is Europe's capital of innovation and technology. It's one of the European capitals, yes. One of the the most interesting um, questions you can always ask yourself is innovation something you can teach somebody. Can Can you teach somebody to become an entrepreneur? Well, that's... That's true to a certain way because uh, it's innovation is all about following a process. It's it's uh, it's having a certain skill set, but in the end, I mean, successful entrepreneurs are people that have the the right drive, the right mentality, yeah? really the characteristics to succeed. Because um, innovation is also about disappointment, many disappointments. Yeah? You try, you fail, and you keep on going. Yeah. So, yes, that's why incubators are so important eh, because we help young people to succeed. Eh, we give them a better chance. But in the end, eh, the team, the people behind it, the characteristics are also very important. Yeah. What does an incubator do with a startup? So well, new. Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting. So an incubator is, um, let's say, you can almost say it's a factory. So at the, at, the, at the beginning of the whole pipeline, it's like a process. We have people with an idea or a technology. And we help them to validate, first of all, their ideas into the market. So we have an educational program for that. And if we think there's a product market fit and there is also, let's say, launching customer available, then we incubate those people and we provide them with a whole ecosystem. And that ecosystem, it sounds like a, like a fashionable name, but the ecosystem is really consisting out of a lot of actors like, let's say, service partners, like banks, like lawyers, helping these people to... To, mm-hmm. to launch their company quite quickly so they can completely focus only on one thing, which is a product and which is a market. So, so actually you're st- some kind of leverage for the starting entrepreneur. Yes, and you, you can you can see it's almost like an, uh, a school where you teach people uh, or an environment uh, uh, to play soccer, huh? which is normal, mm-hmm. or tennis, tennis school or boxing mm-hmm. school. This is where we teach and help people to become good entrepreneurs mm-hmm. as so fast as possible. And provide them with all the pieces of the yes. puzzle. So, yeah. so one part is education, but also very important is the is the whole ecosystems around it. So access to capital, access to the market, mentors, entrepreneurs and residents. 
and it's a total package. And what's the unique points of Yes Delft? Because we know we we see a lot of incubators uh, only here in the Netherlands, but by far in Europe there are a lot of them. Yes. Uh, why is Yes Delft such in a unique position to be able to call themselves one of the best of Europe? Yeah. Well, what what is so unique uh, unique about it is also that we are one of the few tech incubators. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the majority of the shares are with the Technical University of Delft, uh, which is one of the top 50 technical universities in the world. That's a real asset. What I really like, uh, I just started three months ago about Yes Delft. It's really about extremely smart people uh, because 80% of the people that come to Yes Delft are, let's say, PhDs from TU Delft that really have complex technologies uh, and, mm-hmm. and, have, and try to have impact on, on this world by bringing solutions in the medtech, on the clean tech, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And what is so unique is, is, is that combination of complex technology and, and, and knowledge, uh, what makes us, I think, uh, outstanding compared to, let's say, mm-hmm. a lot of other incubators that, uh, I wouldn't say pizza delivery apps, uh, yeah. because it sounds a little bit uh, de- uh, degrading, but uh, this is really where we try to change the world and have impact. But isn't it that, like, because you're a tech inf- uh, incubator, it's not that, like, you have more work to do, because fi- coming up with some technology is a, a completely different trade than starting a business. It's it's absolutely true. I mean, the whole process, so... so so what you also do within an incubator is uh, is you is you validate your idea, mm-hmm. and then when you have, I'm also a software guy from origin. So when you have an idea, with a good team, you can build in a couple of weeks. You have your first, let's say, MVP. Mm-hmm. You can bring it out, and you know exactly if there's traction. Yes, your no. minimum prototype exactly, to exactly. check with the market. Yeah. Correct. With technology, if you're building a, a sensor solution in the medtech, or you're building something for quantum computing, your mm-hmm. your cycle is much longer. It can take you two years to build your first prototype. So it's a different di- different ball game. But uh, from so from that perspective, but very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Your first customer is way further ahead than when you have the pizza app, for example. Yeah, I mean, and, and the way how you validate is different. Mm-hmm. So what is really good about Yes Delft is that it is really not about theory only that we teach people. We really try to uh, give them a practical approach. Uh, we really mm-hmm. tell them to get out of the building and go to the market and test the ideas there. And this is really working very well. Actually, that's uh, that's some with something of a co- coincidence. <laughs> We have a business plan laying here. Ooh. We just started our own business uh, like uh, an hour before this podcast. Yes. We already tested an, uh, an MVP. Ah. Says, Lorenzo, what is our idea actually? Because we, we, st- we are starting this together. And since we have the managing director of the okay. Delft here, yeah. we thought, well, maybe we can apply now just yes. on the air. Yeah. We are a team of engineers, uh, did some minor marketing validation in an mm-hmm. hour, mm-hmm. and we know uh, that's fast. They're, they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> uh, we have a working We're prototype of, yeah, of this new type of, uh, of transportation. It's not a product, it's a, it's a service, mm-hmm. and um, it looks like a fusion of a wheelchair and a car, what? but they are fully electric and charged when they are parked at sharing spots in big cities. Mm-hmm. And then the question is, what can you do with them? It's like uh, bike sharing, but for scooters. You could even attach add-on modules, so uh, such as carts for for uh, IKEA pickup. So it's it's a complicated idea. Um, but the next question is, uh, how can Yesdelft help us if we have such an idea? And can we apply with such an idea? Yeah. Absolutely, you can apply. I mean, so in fact, we are open for this. Is how this is about technology, and this mm-hmm. is about uh, trying to have impact because it's something mm-hmm. that is scalable. So what we what we would do is we look we would look at the idea. Is this a an, an idea that has impact? Is there a complex technology involved? 
and is it scalable? Is that is that needed a complex technology? Because you can you can also use simple technology, by the way. Of course, but the yeah. thing is that uh, to solve uh, complex ideas or problems. Problem. That's, that's the best, of course. If that yeah. if that can happen, that's uh, that's the ideal world. Yeah, that, uh, but we are good in helping people with complex mm-hmm. technologies to bring that to the market. I mean, uh, making it understandable. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I would do is uh, I would first look at what's the impact you can have. How scalable is this? And I would look to the team. And because coming back to your first question about being an entrepreneur, the team is always very important. As they say in the United States, it's better to have an, uh, have an, have an average idea with a great team yeah. mm-hmm. than an average team with a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you, you, our tech guy isn't here, obviously. Okay. He can't make it because he's actually soldering all okay. the parts now. Okay, uh, good. Uh, he actually took his uh, grandmother's uh, wheelchair uh, and he put some uh, rocket engines on there, which is really complex. It's not about the technology, it's about the product solution fit that you have. So what is the solution going to bring to the market? As you said before, if that can be done with e- yeah, with, with, with simple technology, even mm-hmm. better, you know? So the best is to have to have a problem uh, which yes. you solve with your product yes, or that's service. Exactly, that's, so, that's, so that's really interesting. So we have a lot of people coming, because this is the essence of what we do. So we have a lot of engineers with great technologies coming our way. They all are excited and passionate about their technology. So they want to go to the market, and the first thing they want to do is they want to talk to the market about their, their solution. Yeah. So but we tell them, the first week you go to the market, let's say you go to companies like Shell, because you have a clean tech solution. You're not even allowed to talk about your solution. You're only allowed to discuss the problems that you think are over there in that market. So mm-hmm. what you do is you test your assumptions. You think you have a solution for a market? Okay, pr- first look to that market. Can you address and define the problem? And even after a couple of uh, couple of um, weeks, you're even allowed about your solution. So it's first about problem definition. Mm-hmm. I have always in my mind every day when I talk to people that say, "Can you invest some money?" or I have my own ideas. I always ask myself, "What problem am I solving?" Okay. Okay. So let's yeah. say our idea is great and it works out, and we get an offer of a big company. Mm-hmm. Um, what a big transportation company somewhere. wants to buy. You know, yeah. So you have yeah. your exit already, right? Yeah, yeah. they are, they are so offering th- something in the line of 137 million euros. <laughs> I would <laughs> say go for it. <laughs> now, I mean, valuation yeah, is what always... What would you do? That's always very difficult. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is also this is also interesting because it depends on... I, I would look, first of all, to uh, the... Um, I would look to the market. So, so what is the chance? How far am I ahead of my competition? So uh, so, so, what is the, the chance that the circumstances will change around me? Uh? Secondly, I would look to the potential. Where can the company be in a couple of years? So if you get an offer of $100 million, but your company might be worth in five years a couple of billion, then it would be very stupid to sell your company for $100 million, right? Yeah. That was also the philosophy of Mark Zuckerberg. I spent a lot of time in Silicon Valley. And I learned also from uh, from uh, from key investors there that uh, he got offers for one, two, three billion, and he always said no because, and that's difficult to say mm-hmm. when you're 22 yeah. years old to say no against imagine. three billion, right? Mm-hmm. But he said, I know I have the potential. Huh? This is a network game, a uh, platform game. I have the potential to become, become worth 30, maybe 300 billion uh, dollars. So then it is a bad bad deal for me. And you, so, so, so it's very depending on the situation. I mean, the, one of the biggest uh, things uh, people learned in Silicon Valley was Instagram, eh? when, they, yeah. when it was sold for one billion. It looked like a good deal. Now I think the company's worth 30 billion. Yeah. So everybody, Snapchat, but also WhatsApp, learned from Instagram that uh, they should never sell too early. 
Yeah, because uh, I thought that Evan Spiegel, the CEO of Snapchat, like literally turned down Facebook like three or four times for. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is I can imagine like if you're you know, what you said twenty two twenty three somewhat years old it's completely it's really difficult I can imagine that the Scoozy guys are like yeah I can sell these uh, these cards now for mm-hmm. what, what mm-hmm. is it one hundred million mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then I can provide uh, literally for my elderly <laughs> for my yeah, for my parents course. or something yeah, because exactly. I can I can imagine this is a this is a hard is a hard decision you have to make exactly and I think it's pretty interesting because yeah we we of course there is a there is a joke in there because of the number because you have the you have the experience by uh, Mm-hmm. By having to sell mm-hmm. multiple companies, mm-hmm. but is there like if I'm in Yes Delft and I get this um, this offer, can I have one on one with you to discuss uh, stuff like this? Like I, I'm the scoozy guy. So so yes, we can we give advice, but is that the level your guys are going? That's the more like the question. N- no, because I will tell you why. We are an incubator, so that's the mm-hmm. core business. Oh, so we're not going to write term sheets for companies, things like that. So we can always give advice, but we would all always. Uh, point these people to let's say specialist firms about this about valuations and things like this mm-hmm. and of course we share the experience not only me we have uh, several people there serial entrepreneurs also that had uh, companies in uh, Silicon Valley former TU Delft alumni and they we, we call it entrepreneurs in residence they are great people and they really provide all these advice and expertise to these mm-hmm. to these people so that's what you bring from the ecosystem so so good inc- incubators like like yes Delft really let's say improve the chance you will succeed but still, it's all about your idea. It's mm-hmm. all about your team. It's all about your, mm-hmm. your your concept that you have, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and when I had this dream of building this global company, it was done from my bedroom in, uh, you know, I had this uh, vision and passion mm-hmm. from, from, from my house and it just started. Mm-hmm. I never had an incubator when I, uh, when I was an entrepreneur, no. you know? In my time when I started, people said, why are you giving away all your security? I mean, why would you even start a company? Yeah? Fortunate that it changed, so I'm very happy uh, to see that it's a completely mm-hmm. different, different uh, mindset, different type, and different mindset. But uh, so, so in the end, conclusion: yes, an incubator can really help and be very, very, very helpful. And would really advise people to go to an incubator like like Yes Delta or others in this mm-hmm. country. But still, it's all about you. Yeah? How passionate, how 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 willing are you to really go for it as an entrepreneur? Okay. As an entrepreneur. Yeah. But the startup scene is is really romanticized, yes. at the moment, and not everything is success. Mo- most is not a success. Most of them, mm-hmm. because uh, I understood that eight out of ten startups fail. How come yeah. so many startups fail? Because innovation is very difficult. Eh? Innovation is is about about moving around in the dark, and eh? you have a certain idea that there is some some value you can create, but there's so much uncertainty that you have to deal with. So the chance you succeed is very huge. Which is not a problem eh, if you just go for the numbers. Like Silicon Valley knows this. So what Silicon Valley has the same pipeline as, as, as what I have at Yes Delft. And they just play the number game. They start every year two, three thousand uh, startups. They bring into this pipeline. Eh, it starts with angel investors, you know, and it goes to VCs, etc. And they don't mind that, let's say, 80% doesn't, doesn't survive after one year. And uh, because they know there will always be one Google or one Facebook or one WhatsApp popping up again, you know? Yeah. So... Let's come back to that life, that idea of this lifestyle. Lifestyle, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I have learned if you want to succeed, you have to work really, really hard. You have to be passionate. You have to be almost obsessed with your product or your idea. You really must have the characteristics to go to go into this zone. Huh? Sleep. I have years. I slept only three, four hours a night, which was okay because I'm a passionate entrepreneur, huh? uh, which you should be. So coming back to your former question, if you are really a good entrepreneur. You're not, it's not about the money, it's about the fact that you 
really are ambitious or passionate about creating something, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you're successful, you know, money will follow. But if it's first money and then creation, mm-hmm. then I don't, don't think you are the right, the right person. Is scalability one of the desired assets you need as a starting business to get into the incubator such as yourself? No, not, not really. There are also people that have uh, have a chain of uh, whatever, you know, coffee shops in the Netherlands, or uh, which is fine, you know. And what are they in Yesdelf? In Yesdelf, it's almost almost everybody we're looking for have a has scalable technology. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, like the the, the umbrella brand, uh, I think that's the most compelling yeah. example of, of scalability. It's the Sense yeah, uh, umbrellas. Yeah. One of the first uh, first. Uh, 2005. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have one myself, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I needed cool, this. Huh? I needed this this morning, so yeah. that's uh, that's yeah. really good. But I think that like the, the picking out the sense umbrellas from the from the pack, it's really hard. And it's 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 always hard. But the thing is, that's what people really don't understand about about innovation. Is so many ideas didn't start as a very clear defined concept. Instagram mm-hmm. wasn't Instagram. Eh? Instagram was a game. It started out as a game and. Um, uh, and, and nobody, when they launched it, it was a complete failure. It was a kind of an alien game with location-based information, etc. A lot of features. And the moment that they really looked to this two, three thousand people that were using the game, they found out that nobody understood the game, nobody liked it, but it was one feature they really loved in that game, which was... Huh? The picture uh, sharing. Exactly, picture sharing, adjusting your picture. And then they said, okay, let's let's make a pivot. Let's th- throw every code away that has nothing to do with the picture, with the pictures. We're going to rebrand it and call it Instagram, and we go out with a new proposition. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool about uh, innovation that you have this flexibility mm-hmm. of learning from the data that you get back from uh, from your user. Like, what if you have to start your company not today? Like, you see a lot of yeah. things happening yeah. now. So, what I, would I, be what would be the field which your company? Because there yeah, must be an idea there. Yeah, that's a good question. So that's always where you start. Also, so so one of the areas I would really start is artificial intelligence, which is the underlying underlying technology of so many other exponential technologies, right? Yeah. What you can really do today with machine learning that you really can teach software to execute a certain skill, give a medical advice or give a legal advice, etc. That's really cool. So one of the companies here in CIC is called LexIQ. I'm also one of the shareholders there. And they really try to change the whole legal space by, make, by bringing transparency, but also making it possible that software will advise you about the chance when you get into a divorce, for instance, what the chance is that you will win, and what will be the cost, and what will be the length, and what arguments you should use. So we're moving to this world of robotics, but also artificial intelligence, which is really going to have mm-hmm. a big impact on our lives, uh, and where, the, where many, many opportunities are. As a final question, we asked Evert Jaap the one question that he is asking all his startups in his incubator, and that is, what is the scalability of Yesdelft? Yeah. We're in a global world, and that's yeah. that's the idea of an of an incubator, so that you have a product, you figured it out, it's stable, it's working, you validated in the Netherlands, bang, we can help you really to bring this out very fast to the states or bring it very fast to the, to China, make 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 it possible for you to get access to capital very fast. All these kind of things, right? It's uh, mm-hmm. that's the whole idea of an of an incubator. So actually, the the Everjan Lucht effect on Yes Delft would be globalization, globalization, regional cooperation, um, even uh, uh, so expanding also volume you know we have a certain amount of companies that we have uh, today i really want to triple that at least in a company absolutely why not i mean and it also also start with let's say motivating young people on university already to start thinking about uh, becoming an entrepreneur now it's time for our superhero of the month leonard and his company travis the translator who are making a physical device that can real-time translate spoken language to another one 
offline. And he received almost 800% the amount that he asked on crowdfunding website Indiegogo. 800%? 800%. Eight times as much. And he's now ready for distribution. What is Traverse to Translate? What is it? It's a solution to to a very well-known problem. Uh, The fact that so many... That there are so many language in, languages in the world and most people only speak one or two languages. And we th- we, we thought, okay, this is not even uh, very unhandy, but also um, it also with holds a lot of people to talk to each other, to truly understand each other. And it can be dangerous in many situ- situations. So we checked, okay, what kind dangerous? of... Dangerous? Yeah, dangerous. Um, when you go to, to, to a hospital, you don't speak the language. Um, but also, yeah, just mi- misunderstandings between between people can. So you can guys, you guys created a device, and that device actually, uh, yeah, you talk to the device in your foreign language. Let's say it's it's Dutch, and it, I say into it, "Hallo, hoe gaat het?" And then the device says, "How are you doing?" Qual foi o seu último sonho? I dreamed that I was camping on a mountain. This helps a lot of people because if you come into a country and you don't know the language and you're trying to learn it and learn it and let's say you have a decent level after five months yeah. then the first five months are really hard for you to go into society and by local uh, like the daily stuff like yeah. your groceries and stuff and i think this device can really help uh, in that regard we um this first product which we are about to deliver it won't be a perfect product so that's going to be a first big challenge that we have to lower expectations here and here and there a bit the the this this device we're now shipping is not going to be the final product which you will see in two three four four years mm-hmm. but people using it uh giving us feedback uh, the fact that everything is based on artificial, artificial intelligence mm-hmm. will mean the device will get better and better um, the more it's being used. So actually, if I understand correctly, like six months ago, you started this uh, this idea or this company. Uh, now you're six months ahead. So you have experience in manufacturing. You have experience in uh, yeah, developing the product, I guess. The, uh, the product is going out. So actually, there will be a smarter product because it's yeah, what you said, it's based on AI. So it's... Yeah. it's most probably go use deep learning or something. Yeah, we have over-the-air updates, so we can mm-hmm. update the devices on distance. And to top it off, I think that what's the most interesting part here is, apart from the, what was it, $875,000 uh, yeah, yeah, you, you raised in, in your campaign, you also raised or you also gained some crowd knowledge as well, which is, yeah, I yeah. guess, it's also interesting to have yeah. here. We have, uh, I think we, we also created a community around us mm-hmm. of these uh, 6,000 people and we get a lot. Of, we get a lot of support here in 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 Rotterdam as well, and in Holland, from CSC here, um, but also from the the municipality of Rotterdam, uh, Startup Delta, because we we already have been to quite some international conferences mm-hmm. and 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 expositions, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, that's that means a lot to us. It's important. Yeah, because you're also yeah actually uh, sol- your solution is to a really universal problem, like everybody can relate to. Like if you're in, in Paris and you want to get a croissant, it's uh, it's almost impossible yeah. to talk English to the people uh, because they all, all always want to talk French to you. But 
to to with my final it's actually it's it's a more of a direct directive question but i still want to ask it uh, if we if we see each other again in like five years or so and uh well uh, let's say everything goes like uh, the heavenly mm -hmm. path of success yeah Will there be no more barriers of uh, no more language barriers in the world if people would use your product? Five years would be perhaps a little bit too ambitious. But I would give it seven or eight years mm -hmm. because we we know now quite a lot about this uh, all these technologies and the trends, and we see that it's uh, it's it's improving rapidly, and we also want to 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 have our own role in that. And what we will see in the coming years that, so right now, uh, human translators, human interpreters are improving, helping to improve the technology. And the whole crowd that, is, that are using those technologies, uh, our technology as well, will also improve it and accelerate it. So where we will go to is, um, yeah, that there's almost no uh, uh, lag time in between. You say something, um, and and just right right after after it there will be uh, something the thing you said in 80 different languages and just like every month here are some quick headlines from the news tesla's hyperloop pod breaks the record with a speed of 355 kilometers per hour well i saw the video on his uh, instagram by the way amazon and microsoft are announcing that their voice assistants cortana and alexa will start working together they're best friends forever hopefully hopefully not fight German researchers are working on a connected piece of chewing gum that can see if you have infections. Only 5% of the Android phones are running on the latest software. So if you're a hacker, you're in luck, Nick, since they also account for a majority of the smartphone market. Why do you say Nick? I'm not a hacker. PayPal released their first credit card in the United States. That's interesting, now but too late. But now they're a real bank? With that said, this was season one, episode three of Launchtime. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Nick. And we want to thank a few others. Yeah, the CIC team for having us here and uh, our studio space. Venture Cafe. Uh, studio three times a day for our cover artwork. And of course, our wonderful guests. 